once again is Kevin Cerrito. Ow! All right, welcome back. We have a special three-hour show today. So this whole third hour is all our pro wrestling segment. Of course, the last segment of every show, every week, we talk pro wrestling. The only show in Memphis to talk pro wrestling. As Dustin likes to say, we're bringing pro wrestling back to Saturday mornings. And for the next hour, we'll be talking pro wrestling. A programming note, the next two weeks, the wrestling segment will be on at 11.30 a.m. If you listen in live, that's 11.30 a.m. over the next two weeks as we have abbreviated editions of Cerrito Live. So the wrestling segment will be at 11.30 to noon the next couple of weeks um, on the show. We've got some good guests lined up for that. But, of course, if you ever miss the wrestling segment or any portion of the show, you can catch the podcast for free at CerritoLive.com. And you can subscribe on iTunes and have the podcast downloaded to your device automatically for free each and every week. So that's the thing. Subscribe, 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 subscribe to Cerrito Live on iTunes uh, so you can listen every week to us chat about pro wrestling. And today we've got so much extra time to talk about it. And Dustin is here in studio now. No music. We're still trying to figure this out. We always... Oh, here we go. There we go. Oh, yeah, I love the USWN. One of my favorites of all time. Play to a certain point, CJ. That's the point, I guess. This is where Lance <laughs> Russell comes in. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Yellow, everybody. All right. Yellow, that's right. Yellow, everybody. What's up, Justin? Welcome in studio. we got a, a fun hour ahead. Our friends from Stone Cold Beer Austin is here. Oh. And announced. Uh, he's going to make an announced appearance. Last time it was a surprise appearance. He, was he ambushed me. Right. He jumped me from behind with his Money in the Bank briefcase. Uh, he will be here with us a little bit later on. We will preview the Pro Wrestling Trivia Rumble, which is happening on Thursday. I can't believe it's already here. Yeah, the yeah. Pro Wrestling Trivia well, Rumble at the Green Beetle. They're they're announcing Royal Rumble participants. They're finally, uh, well, I don't know if finally is the right word, but they're announcing WWE Hall of Fame inductees. Coming up on the uh, road to WrestleMania, and uh, also they're coming through Memphis. So we have a whole lot going on uh, with Pro Wrestling. Yes, yes, indeed we do. And uh, also coming up this hour, we'll be talking to James E. Cornette. Oh, yeah. Jim Cornette, legendary uh, wrestling manager. Always. He always says something. I have some questions in mind for him, too, just about the state of pro wrestling. and He does not hold back. No, so it would be interesting to hear uh, hear what he has to say about this. Can't wait to talk to Corny a little bit later on. An update last week was our big debate. Should I go to SmackDown or NXT because I work on weekday nights? And uh, so we put the poll up there. NXT, of course, not shockingly won. What was the percentage? 78 to 22. 78%. of Memphians that voted in your poll would rather go see NXT than SmackDown. When did you ever think that you would ever see the day? Well, we got smart wrestling fans that we follow, do. follow us on Twitter and other social media outlets and listen to this show. And NXT, it's the thing now. It's the thing. And it I've is. watched SmackDown the past couple of weeks. They've been okay shows, but uh, I do think NXT probably would be the, the thing. So it looks like I'm going to be going to the NXT show. I might try to pull SmackDown as well. Try to do. I'll be there with you. Two different shows that week, but but just to uh, kick us off with a little bit of WWE news, as you know, on Monday night, Brock Lesnar returned to Monday Night Raw, only to find out that he is going to be participating in the Royal Rumble. We got a little preview of that. Did you see Brock Lesnar on Raw? I did. I did. Uh, Tearing people apart. He did. Yeah, it was a, okay. It was a, okay. It was, so I didn't understand that match on Raw. Why was it not for the title? If Vince wants the title off of him, why right. did he do that match for the title? I don't. I just don't get what's going on. I hope Roman Reigns loses the belt. So we well, but they did build a little bit of intrigue because now I don't necessarily think that it's a walk in the park for Roman Reigns, especially if Brock Lesnar is going to be in there. So what will we get at WrestleMania? Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, or will we get Roman Reigns versus Triple H? What we thought. Might happen. Does Triple H cost Roman Reigns the Royal Rumble? There's so many different scenarios now. At least they have us guessing. And uh, I think it's well, just because Brock's back. He's so they have strong. Us guessing because everybody's hurt. And <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Cena, Orton. And we have so many. So many. Uh, Rollins. We'll talk a little bit more about that. We want to talk about that a yep. little bit later on with, with, with Jim Cornette. See what he would do. Uh, in in this scenario. Also, they announced the first inductee to the WWE Hall of Fame, and that's going to be in Texas, and we're going to see Sting 
Sting is the uh, first inductee this year. What do you think of that? I well started right here in Memphis. There's a Memphis tie already to WrestleMania. Well deserved. I think I. It's wild that so Sting's record he is. 0-2 in singles matches, 1-0 in tag matches or something terrible, like that. Terrible, terrible. Why? He has an awful record. The mm. Memphis show was his only match on Raw ever, his first ever and only match on Raw when Memphis, uh, the season premiere last fall. I hate it. It was supposed to be Sting versus Big Show in that main event, a one-on-one match, and I thought they were going to give Sting his first WWE <laughs> win. I thought they didn't want him to beat anybody who was WWE, so they were going to have him wrestle a WCW guy who he's already Crazy, beaten. man. Too much politics and going on. And then they on. turned it into a tag match, and he so Sting still doesn't win. And Triple H wins last. It's Sting with a terrible record going to the Hall of Fame, can't wrestle at WrestleMania. I mean, I guess that's okay because Sting is very much deserving of the Hall of Fame, but I just wish WrestleMania would have gone down a little bit differently last last year for him. Triple H beat him. But while we're on the topic of anyway, uh, yeah. WWE Hall of Fame, Hall of Famer Sonny, who was in the area uh, here, I met her not too long ago, I guess, really? and uh, now her Hall of Fame ring is up for auction. And as of right now, you can get that ring for $4,500, and it keeps going up. So we'll see about Sonny and her Hall of Fame ring. All right. So last I, I heard, she was in rehab. She's had some troubles, so apparently selling the ring is going to help her out. I guess I don't know. All right. Well, I that, that's sad. That's sad that it's happening. Very sad. But I'm going to bid on it. Uh, Are you? <laughs> you have forty five hundred bucks to bid on a Hall of Fame ring? It would be a good trivia prize. <laughs> It'd be a good trivia prize. <laughs> trivia prize. So anyway, and as you all know, SmackDown's here on February 2nd. Then we have NXT on February 4th. We have a ton of wrestling all leading up to WrestleMania. And as we get closer, we will talk more Absolutely. in detail about NXT and SmackDown, both being uh, in Memphis. But uh, we wanted to kick off our extra bonus wrestling hour today talking with uh, a viral superstar. This is a guy right. who just he's from Memphis. He's gone viral. And he happens to be a professional wrestler. How do you yes. know this guy? Now, I know this guy because I've I've worked for him. He actually helps promote some wrestling events in Mississippi. He's from, I believe, the Tupelo area. His name's Mike Jones. Um, he, he is a professional wrestler, and, and somehow this video has gone viral, and we have it posted all over social media. It has over 60 million hits on YouTube, so this would be a fun interview to ask him about. So joining Watch me, us, Whip. Watch yes. me, Nene. Joining us on the program. Hey, Mike, what's going on, brother? you guys doing this morning doing good good morning all right well, Mike. afternoon now yeah. i'm sorry it's morning for me but it's afternoon for you guys <laughs> all right let's uh first off before we get into your your recent uh superstardom as a viral uh, internet dancing uh superstar and you're i'm sure i'm sure sure you're getting your application ready for so you think you can dance right <laughs> uh <laughs> what's your what's it tell us a little bit about your professional wrestling background what do you what do you uh d- would do in the wrestling world well, I this is actually going into my 18th year wow. as, uh, doing the wrestling thing. Um, I started in '98, um, just doing local stuff. Um, I was a huge fan, obviously, of Memphis wrestling growing up. Back in the uh, don't want to give my age away too bad, but uh, in the '80s, watching all of the great work in the Coliseum, being there every Monday night, just being as a fan and I just grew in love with it and so as a young man in 98 I found someone who said yeah we can get you in and the rest uh, for the last 18 years just been trying to do indie shows and obviously I do a lot of uh, helping promote and putting together shows especially down here in the Mississippi area that's where I've kind of uh, laid my roots as far as the wrestling thing and I've been helping do stuff around here for about 10 to 15 years just helping these guys try to put together the best shows possible and try to keep wrestling alive on a especially on an independent level so where do you, where do you do wrestle shows at uh we have a promotion here in tupelo it's called owo wrestling um we uh promote shows all around the north mississippi area tupelo amory uh nettleton just about i mean we we have run so many shows just around this area and uh this promotion's actually been around for about four years now, and uh, I'm the guy that kind of behind the scenes helps, uh, you know, book the talent and you know, kind of helps put everything together. And we uh, we're we've actually over the last year and a half, our attendance has grown by about sixty percent. Yeah, just fan attendance. So the last year and a half, we've really taken off, and uh, we've gotten a 
a lot of buzz, obviously, over the video and people knowing that I wrestle and inquiring about the show. So we're hoping that this thing helps us get even more recognition so that we can grow even larger. So. Right, we're talking with Mike Jones, professional wrestler who is the dad in the viral video of the dad who secretly outdances his daughters. So, so after all the years of professional wrestling, one dance video, one rib that you played on your daughters has gotten you so much notoriety, over 60 million hits. Tell us how that video all went about and kind of how your life has been different, or if it has been different, after that video came out. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is I was just, I've always done this for my kids. I mean, my kids are big um, YouTube they love YouTube. They and it's not the bad things. I mean, I, I obviously I'm a parent, so I keep them off that stuff. But they they watch all kind of silly things, playing pranks on each other, and doing all this stuff. So they like to imitate that. So they're always recording themselves doing these things, and I'm always jumping in and ruining it for them, <laughs> and just trying to do anything I can to embarrass them. And this is just the one time that we actually decided, hey, you know what? That was kind of funny. We should put that on you know social media and just you know, for the friends and family to get a laugh out of it. And the next thing I know, within two days, I had about 10,000 private messages through Facebook. I was getting tons of friend requests. I mean, it was just blowing up. Wow. And as of this morning, worldwide, with all the different media outlets and, you know, different posts and stuff, it has actually gotten over 120 million views. So I'm I, more than double what I've been saying because I knew yeah, at one yeah, time it was 50 yeah, million, I mean, 60 because million. What it is is yeah, they've just been sharing it through Facebook, YouTube, all the different, like I said, all the different local media outlets have posted it, and just between all the views, it's it's gotten over 120 million views, and people are still sharing it every day. Right. We've had celebrities share it on their Facebook page. I was going to ask like, you about that. So Chris Jenner actually shared it on her uh it, it's it's her her facebook page right the yes. legit facebook page yes she did i mean it was like i get a text message one morning and i'm like well you're over with the kardashians <laughs> <laughs> and i was like oh my god this is crazy and then actually yesterday i get another one ashton Kutcher. he uh shared it to his facebook page very cool and i was like man it's like it's it's awesome how just you know, some guy, just a local dad who does, you know, some indie wrestling on the side. And now I've, I've gotten, at least the you know, celebrities know me. They probably wouldn't if I walked up to them. But, hey, it's, it's all good, man. It's I'll take good. any kind of publicity that I can get. And like I said, just anything we can get to bring notoriety to, you know, our show. If, this, if, if me being the dancing dad, if that's my new gimmick, that's what I'll say. I'll so that's take, your new nickname, the dancing dad? That is what everyone keeps calling me, yes. It started... <laughs> When we did the Fox and Friends show, they said, you're the dancing dad. And I'm like, hey, you know, I was always told, no matter how horrible a gimmick sounds, just embrace it, take it to the best level you can. So if I'm the dancing dad, then by golly, I'm going to take it, and we're going to push this thing to the moon and back. We'll so try to see what we can do. So you're going to be in the main event of the next the OWO next show, show or whatever. Tupelo, right? <laughs> hey, hey uh, we, me and my partner... Extreme Brett Michaels. We have our eyes set on the tag team championship belts. So we're going to see what, you know, we have a show February the 20th, Amory, Mississippi, at the Amory Community Center. We will see what happens. But I, that that's what our goal is right now. We're starting small with OWO tag team titles. And then once we get that, we're going to try to branch out and see what else we can do in this world. Right? So you're going to get several different opportunities. New now. tights with Dancing Dad on them. It's, I mean, he has the music, momentum, right? New music. New music, the whip and nay nay. You're going to come out to that? You're going to come uh, out? Actually, yes, we did. Play. You have to. <laughs> and um, we actually got some, you know, the fans want to see it. And I actually, not to try to steal anybody's thunder, uh -oh. but I appreciate it, Rock, but he's got the people's elbow. I now have the whip and nay nay elbow. <laughs> the yes, whip and nay nay elbow. <laughs> I, I actually did the whip and nay nay elbow drop at the last show. I'm sure no one, I'm sure no one was smart enough to record it, but we will get it on the next show, and I guarantee you that thing is gonna it. It's going to be bigger than the people's elbow, I promise. All right, we're no matter what I have to do, we're, it's going to be bigger than the people's elbow. We're wrapping things up with Mike Jones, professional wrestler who's now a viral uh, video star, the Dancing Dad.
Hey, Mike, are there any other dances that you can do? Like, can you crank that Soldier Boy? Can you hit that Superman for us one time? Or is it just the whipping and nay <laughs> No, it's not just the whipping and nay I can, I actually, and, and, a, and a, I'm a guy that I'm sure you guys know, Derek King, can attest to. Oh, here we go. Yes, sir. I had to bring Derek him up. King and I, Derek King and I actually were at a show in New Orleans, and we decided after the show we were going to blow off some steam. And I actually killed the Dougie. Right the there. Dougie. The Dougie. That is a dance, actually. I don't know where it CJ's came loving from. you right now. He is just going crazy. You're my new favorite wrestler. If you, if you can Tootsie Roll a Butterfly, I'm all in. And I can actually, and I am a master of the Macarena. Too. Now, let I don't me, know if you guys remember that, but I am the master of that. Too. All right, now we've gone too far, but but just just <laughs> the dancing dad, Mike the Jones, people joining us. Who on the have show. not seen this dance? The daughters are dancing. Mike slips in behind them, and I'm tell you, I was actually impressed. This guy is getting down. And so I actually asked you right after I saw the video, are you going to start dancing? I, went, I don't know. I don't know. It looks like you've come all the way around, and you are the dancing dad now. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's the thing. At first, I was just kind of uh, something like I said. I did to embarrass my kids, but everybody keeps saying, you're so good at it. You're so good at it. So I'm like, well, if that's what they want to see, I'm all for selling tickets. I think so if there, you're going to buy a ticket to watch me dance, and I'm going to dance. There so, is uh, potential. There is potential. Like, I can see Fuge. You're in a tag <laughs> team right now. Like, I, you could sell out the Bank Corp South Center or whatever it is in Tupelo. If you get... Uh, you guys feuding with like too cool, like a dancing. Feud. Oh, you need hey! To get in a feud with some some big time uh, dancing superstars like Fandango and Flash Funk, all these legendary dancers. Look at you! Like, uh, hey, I, I so are you gonna you gonna get a suit kind of like Flash Funk or something like that? That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Remember the hat and the big get up with the boots. Norman Smiley, he's still got to be around. The big you can, wiggle. You can uh, feud with Norman Smiley. <laughs> that is, that is, hey, Who I'm has the biggest cool. wiggle? Hey, well, you know, I, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure my wiggle can match, match up to his any day. All right, yeah. Mike, we got to let you go. Uh, tell people how they can uh, look up for your next show happening down there in Mississippi. Uh, yes, actually, the best way to find out all information is go to Facebook.com and look for OWO Super Show. Follow us on there. It has we update it almost daily with all the information as far as who's coming in, who's going out, where the shows are going to be. Keep up with us on there, and guys, I appreciate the opportunity to have be on here today. All right, well, thank you so much, Mike. We do appreciate it, and uh, good luck with your new your new gimmick, the Dancing Dad. Dancing Dad. Thank you guys very much. It's the way to get a Dustin. We got to get you have a viral video. Somewhere. Oh, I don't know about the dancing and stuff. I played Dustin, the air guitar. Whip a nene? I played the air guitar on local Memphis Live instead of singing this time. Yeah, you are singing and playing yeah. air guitars. Yeah. So, so we had the lottery winners from Mumford. Mm-hmm. We've got this guy that has 120 million hits just dancing. He's from Memphis. There's a Memphis guy on American Idol right now who just I got saw a that. to Hollywood. There's a, a, a cook from Memphis. She's on Hell's Kitchen. We're waiting on Kevin Cerrito to break out his whip and nene here. Me, me and Dustin. Live. Me and Dustin both on Local Memphis Live. The tag team. Cerrito Live tag team. All right, when we come back, Jim Cornette is going to join us. You're listening to Street Live on Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 and 877 FM. From Penny and the Tigers to the grit and grind of the Grizzlies. For over 20 years, we have been and continue to be Real Sports Talk for Memphis. Sports 56 and 877 FM. Are you one of many Memphis area residents who suffer from weekday boredom? Do you sit around on weekday nights looking at your phone while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about trivia with Kevin Cerrito. Well, actually, that would be a little weird. Instead, just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play trivia with Kevin Cerrito. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's trivia night with questions about stuff you and your friends know and like, featuring unique weekly themes including movies, music, 90s TV shows, current events, and more. Come see for yourself while Paul Ryburn's journal calls Kevin Cerrito, quote, a trivia master. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. Trivia with Kevin Cerrito is the perfect prescription for weekday boredom. Warning, side effects may include weight prizes, laughing out loud, high-fiving, eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverages, rock, paper, scissors, and spending quality time with friends. Now play trivia with Kevin Cerrito in Overton Square at Swine House every Monday night from 8 to 10 on Broad Avenue at the Rec Room 
every Tuesday night from 8 to 10. Downtown at Tampa Tap every Wednesday night from 7 to 9. And on South Main at the Green Beetle every Thursday night from 8 to 10. I got to tell you about a place that's 70,000 square feet big where family and fun come together. It's called Family Leisure. It's right at I-40 and Witten Road. Going north, it'll be on your right. This place is amazing. It's Family Leisure. Bud Davis Cadillac is your only certified pre-owned dealer in the Mid-South. Got a certified 2012 CTS starting at just $21,988. Bud Davis Cadillac, 5433 Poplar or at BudDavisCadillac.com. Tony Barrasso invites you to attend Italian Winterfest 2016, presented by First Tennessee. Benefiting Ave Maria Home and the Catholic Education Scholarship Fund. Sunday, January 17th at the Spacious Racket Club of Memphis. Doors open at 5. Italian Winterfest 2016 features 15 fabulous Memphis restaurants. Chow Baby, Collierville, Coletta's, Tino's Grill, Folks Folly, Garibaldi's, La Baguette, Lucchese's Pasta, Lynchburg Legends, Pesci's Authentic Italian Sausage, Pete and Sam's, The Italian Rebel, The Racket Club, Rendezvous, Rizzo's Diner, and Vanelli's Deli. An evening of good food, good wine, good music, and lots of fun. Traditional Italian tableside music by Tony Barrasso and dancing to DJ Michael Spano. Even a performance by William Stiles, Elvis tribute artist, doing Elvis Chow from Italy. Join us as we celebrate our third annual honored guest of Winterfest, Tom Bowen, U of M athletic director. And our first Italian Winterfest Outstanding Service Award recipient, Reverend Monsignor Peter P. Buccanani. Italian Winterfest 2016. Tickets are only $45 a person. Available online at avamariahome.org and also at St. Louis Catholic Church. Dedicated to the memory of Italian Winterfest co-founders, Angelo Lucchese and Sam Bomarito. Welcome back to Cerrito Live. Here once again is Kevin Cerrito. Welcome back. Every week we end the show with our wrestling segment. This week we have a special hour-long edition of the wrestling segment. We're honored to be joined by a uh, legend, one of the greatest professional wrestling managers of all time, is joining us now. His name is James E. Cornett. He joins us now. What's up, Cornett? Oh, Kevin, I tell you, you know, I almost jumped the gun on you guys. I couldn't remember, you know, I was talking to Dustin Starr this past week, and he said, oh, we're going to call it at such and such time. And I, I knew he had said that they that you guys were going to call me. I, I knew that. And then I thought, well, maybe not. <laughs> and so then I called in about five minutes ago. I said, am I missing this? Am I, I'm, I feel so senile. Well, I'm not traveling in the wintertime these days. My 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 antiquated age you know my social security number is one uh, i'm so old that my mother actually charged the light brigade uh she she did that anyway it, it i'm very i'm very old my my uh birth certificate was recently found uh, on oak island in the money pit it's it i'm so old oh, Lord. i don't even travel in the winter time anymore and 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 you know now I'm, I'm starting to forget these details these things i don't, I don't know what to make of me <laughs> you've, you've been all around us lately too. You were in Jackson, Tennessee. You were in Tunica at the casino. Uh, to... Yes, yes. Well, actually, don't, don't just say it like that. And leave it like that. People will think I have some type of gambling. Oh yeah, he <laughs> yeah, was just at the casino. At a wrestling gamble. event. We saw you at the slot a, machines yes, I was in Tunica. A, a legends wrestling event. I was one of the legends at, at a wrestling event there. Let's let's phrase it that way. And and then uh, of course I was I was down in Jackson. Uh, uh, not long ago, uh, actually, just as a spectator, down to see uh, uh, Jerry the King Lawler take on Terry Funk in the final stand uh, for USA Pro Wrestling down there at the Coliseum and that, or um, Omen Arena, as they call it now. Yeah, and that match was voted um, on Wrestling News Center Match of the Year. Well, that's because the only people that voted were Lawler's immediate family. You know that. <laughs> And actually, I don't even know if he can win that popularity contest. <laughs> I love Jim Cornette. You're my no, favorite. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I, 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 I'm, I'm kidding the king. Now, don't don't get these rumors started. I don't want, I don't oh, want man. feedback on this. I know we're broadcasting all over Memphis, but with your guys' talent, the show would probably be narrow casting is a more accurate description. Well, thanks. So great to have you here and so much stuff we want to talk about. Well, to I didn't have anything else to do today, so I guess this beats nothing, but just... Just barely, <laughs> just by a small smidgen, does this beat absolutely nothing? He's talking about you, Cerrito, not not me. Okay, sure. Okay, let's get into let's get into some topics going on right now. Well, first, let's just talk about WWE. They're kind of in a disarray well, right now. Talking about absolutely nothing going on. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, there's like WWE's like in disarray. Everybody's hurt. Uh, if if you were there running the show, what would you be doing right now <laughs> to try to fix this? Here we go. I would I would have already passed away of a stress induced heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> or possibly had possibly the it forced Bell's palsy on me like Jr. and I'd I'd be down and 
and uh, you know some type of ill health because it's just the stress. Vince McMahon. That's the one thing about him to do all the things that he's done in his life with lack of sleep and et cetera, et cetera, and work as hard. He's seventy something years old. He's on the cover of Muscle and Fitness. He must be made of iron. Yeah, man. Uh, you know that's that's one claim that he can he can make. But anyway, uh, and no, I mean you know the situation is, and I don't watch, and, and people know this, and they they think I'm lying. It's like I, I say I don't watch a lot of current product because it hurts my feelings, and I don't from from WWE or anybody. And, of course, a lot of people think that I'm lying, but I, I truthfully don't, so I can't comment on specifics. I know Seth Rollins is a talent. I thought it was especially damaging to see him go down because I've seen him since he was Tyler Black, you know, working for Ring of Honor, right. and, you know, I know him personally. And so that was – but the injury bug is going to bite, and it, it's just the same in 2010s as it was in 2000s as it was in the 90s and the 80s and 70s. If it happens, if you're especially if you're promoting a physical style of wrestling, um, and and a lot of your guys get injured at the same time, you you need more stars, right? Yeah. <laughs> then you need access to stars from from outside your territory that you could bring in. But now that that doesn't exist, there are no stars uh, really nationally outside the WWE universe. TNA it takes guys as, as I've said before, instead of getting them over, it gets them under. Right. What What are your thoughts on NXT though? It's kind of blown up. A lot of people. Um, well, you know, and and actually, that's once again, that's what they need. They need a, a promotion making hot young stars that get a buzz, but they need to understand why those buzzes are buzzing, and and keep them bu- that buzzworthy that way when they hit the main roster instead of right. trying to tinker with them or change them around or whatever. I can just say that as as a general rule. That's why. You know, I always liked it when guys got over because then I didn't have to mess with them. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, here's the thing. NXT sold out here in Memphis in less than five minutes. It, it sold out super fast, but there is a disconnect, it seems, when a talent goes from NXT and gets called up to the Raw roster. What's the problem there? Why are not the Raw fans not responding the same way as those NXT fans did? I, the, the people, once again, this is as old as the Hills also. The people who are for an idea will say, you know, something to the, to the effect of, well, it, it's, a, you know, the difference in atmosphere and the people in, in uh, opposed to opposition to an idea will say, no, they can't swim in the big pond. And there's always an element of both, and it depends on what do you try to... If it, We used to have guys that would get hot in OVW when we were developmental in Ohio Valley Wrestling, and, sure. and for a specific reason. And most of the time, they would bring those talents up and disregard completely what made them that way. They brought... Eminem got hot as a team, doing their own thing, and Joey Mer- Mercury, Joey Matthews, it, it was primarily his work and leadership in the ring as the veteran and the ideas that he had, and he was the one that wasn't signed. Uh, Johnny... Well, Johnny Nitro then, but yeah, Johnny Morrison. Mundo, John Morrison. Right. How many names he got? He changed <laughs> names every week, stay ahead of the law. Um, <laughs> Johnny and Molina had contracts, and Matthews didn't, but the, the ideas were his, and the videos were his, and I let him do his thing, and they wanted to bring him up, but they wanted to replace Joey with somebody that was already under contract. Oh, my just gosh. And him. I said, no, you dumb shit. Anyway, uh, it, it, the, the, the point is, you have to have somebody that sees why they are getting over in the smaller or developmental territory, what good it is, and uh, what you know what's good about it. And then you have to make a concerted effort to bring it to the big show and not let any of the inexperienced show through or not let any greenness show through or polish corners off in a positive way. Uh, anything that that will detract from it on the main roster and try to accentuate strengths and recreate that. I one would think. I would think. I don't know why. Anytime I've always tried to book a, a talent that was over for something in particular, I always tried to have that talent do whatever that talent was over for. That's well, that me. makes sense right there. That's just me sense. now. All right, I've got to, hey, corny. I've got to remind you that we are on radio. We got to use our Saturday morning TV five language. Uh oh. I, I almost, <laughs> almost said the you almost slipped. You, you almost slipped. <laughs> We've got our fingers on the. On, I, I, on the well, d- you know, I, I, that's why. But anyway, I, I sidetracked <laughs> myself there because I, I was, I was about to say, of uh, uh, the, the, the excrement word. 
Have you got the the the, the hee haw? Just put the beeper over me. Or we the, do, the, we the have seven second brain. delay in the event, but we're just you're asking. You know, it's easier if we we try to avoid those words. We've got the heel well, corner. Last today. thing, last thing on NXT is the uh, one guy who has seemed to make a, a pretty good transition from NXT to the main roster. Uh, he's got a great first name. His name is Kevin Owens. Oh. What do you think about Kevin Owens? <laughs> there we go. No, no, here we go. Like, oh my God, this is going to be like it's a, you know a Churchill and Stalin meeting on the. No, I, the internet thinks that I hate Kevin Steen, <laughs> uh, and 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 the, the quote has been bandied about. Kevin Steen will work in front of two hundred people in a rec center for the rest of his life. Now, what I had said initially, initially when news was out that he had been signed by NXT. I said, unfortunately to me, from working with him at Ring of Honor, he is shown to be the kind of guy that would rather work in front of 200 people in a rec center his whole life and do everything the way he wants to do it than do what he's told by the people that pay him to do these things and and change and prosper. So are you saying that his work ethic is, is not what it should be, or are you saying... No, it's not. His, he works too... If anything, he works too hard. He would have... No, his he, work he, is good. He was the super kick of the 100-pound ringside female announcers, and and have him, of course, then come back on TV the next week without needing facial reconstructive surgery. He wants to do everything. He wants to jump off the balcony. He wants to blah, blah, blah. The problem was he wanted to do what he wanted to do in his way. He it was it was always an argument. It wasn't like gotcha. I, I, when when I when I got in in the professional wrestling, going to the Mid South Coliseum every Monday night as a junior manager, uh, uh, and you know jack of all trades, hopefully on the card. The suggestions from the matchmakers or the the instructions from the matchmakers were not taken as suggestions. <laughs> right. Anyway, basically, Steen managed to lose a little bit of weight, clean up, shave yeah, a little bit, at least have clean gear, if not necessarily really fancy-looking gear, and has apparently does more that they ask him to and, and less of, of stuff that just completely comes out of left field than he used to. So I think he's proved us both right. I, a, I never said he couldn't do it. I just said he probably wouldn't ever do it. And he made a few changes, and he's and he's succeeding. So, bless him. Hmm. All right, well, all right. We're talking with Jim Cornette, uh, legendary uh, wrestling manager. You mentioned you mentioned the Mid South Coliseum. It's still under debate here in Memphis on what to do with the Mid South Coliseum. Um, if if you own that building, what would you do with it? Oh my God! You know, I once again. Uh, arenas like this are so historic all across the country and they've lost their identity and they've lost their the arenas now we have in in Louisville the newest arena is the Yum Center Y-U-M Yum for Mm -hmm. Kentucky Fried Chicken with an exclamation point in the name Yum yes Yum with exclamation point Yum Center And in Providence, Rhode Island, they have the Dunkin' Donuts Center and or the the Bojangles Arena it's ridiculous and I I think certainly could not the city have a secondary inside? The shell is there. The history is there. It's it's noted people all across the Mid-South know where the location is. Couldn't the city either do this, or couldn't they find someone that could purchase the thing for the sake of having a smaller arena inside that arena and still having the great ambiance, but it's something more manageable, something for secondary music acts or smaller events. It, that can't, you know, fulfill or fit a twelve thousand seat arena. I, you know, I just think that there's there's such history there, and as as all the new stadiums and coliseums are built, yeah, like here in Louisville, we've got a bunch of buildings now, but we don't have that six thousand seat Louisville Gardens open anymore. That 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 you know, a, a smaller band or an independent promotion could run and run feasibly. They tore the gardens down, right? A couple uh, years they ago, they have not torn it down. It's it's an historic location on the national register for the past thirty five years, and the city owns it, and they spend five figures a month to keep the electricity on. But it's heavily water damaged. It's been used for storage. Uh, it's it's been the subject of several renovation ideas. But none get past the the planning stages. And my new book, as a matter of fact, 
uh, shameless plug, Tuesday night at the Gardens, pro wrestling in Louisville that I've done along with Mark James down there in Memphis, does MemphisWrestlingHistory.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the book chronicles not only uh, wrestling uh, of the modern era, the, when Memphis wrestling uh, moved into Louisville, and it was the, the second biggest city on the Memphis wrestling circuit, uh, but uh, back from the turn of the, uh, the first century, uh, back in the 1890s, 1900s, when Strangler Lewis was on top in Louisville, and, and the, the building, the Louisville Gardens was the Jefferson County Armory, was opened in 1905. So it's an historic building. At one time, it was the biggest uh, building in the state of Kentucky. Mm. Um, wow. And, you know, it, it's a shame that, that nobody... Oh, and by the way, you can get that book. It, it gives a, a tremendous history of the rise of Jerry the King Lawler and, and wrestling all over the Mid-South. All the major players, Jerry Jarrett, Tojo Yamamoto, Jackie Fargo, Roughhouse Fargo, and more at jimcornette.com with a free bonus video, by the way. They know. Anyway, I digress. You, you do, jimcornette.com. Everybody does need to go to that website, check out your podcast, and, and all of your – you've got uh, books and other, other products. I, I am on the air also weekly, the Jim Cornette Experience, the podcast. It's on mlwradio.com, or you can just go to my website, as you, as you mentioned, jimcornette.com, so ably and click on that. And, and I'm, I'm all over – I'm literally all over the airwaves. You can pick me up on the fillings in your teeth. Oh, wow. <laughs> the, I have a, a couple of wrestling the, questions, too. Uh, but real quick, the uh, we, we mentioned the Coliseum. We think that would be a good reuse of it one day would be – to put maybe the WWE Hall of Fame in that building, oh, yeah. but if not there, somewhere else in Memphis. We think Memphis is a is a would be the perfect city to have the uh, WWE Hall oh, of but, Fame. You know, but here's the thing: you know, they're they're gonna go someplace like Orlando, Florida, where the where the theme parks are, the homogenized and pasteurized. I sound like Larry Zbysko now, and homogenized <laughs> and pasteurized, as sanitized for your protection type of resort entertainment towns. Um, Memphis, uh, they wouldn't give Memphis the credit for, for really being the roots of, of so much of wrestling, just like it is rock and roll, just like it is soul music, just like it, 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 it's, it's so many. Memphis has so much history to it that I think the WWE and the, those northern Yankee aggressors what if, what are if, going to go the cheesy route. What if what if Memphis offered money for them to come here and they couldn't get I, money They'd probably take it to heartbeat because they're very <laughs> there you go. They're, they're capitalists. I, I know so they are. So we have are. a chance. Um, you know, and, and, and Memphis has such a... It, Memphis was the crossroads of, of the first crossroads of wrestling, really, and entertainment with Sputnik Monroe and... and, and the, of course, his display in the Rock and Soul Museum down there, right. and and that that great line in in it came from Memphis. That the book by Robert Gordon. He said Sputnik Monroe, if he'd come on along a little bit earlier, he could have been uh, him and wrestling could have been Elvis and rock and roll. You never know. It, yeah. it was so uh, culturally culturally ingrained in Memphis. So, is there another city that would deserve to have the Hall of Fame more than Memphis? Um, uh, possibly only Greeley, Colorado, the the home of Joseph Toots Mont, and uh, probably even Dustin Starr is way too young to, to capture that reference. I was just he, wondering if you were ribbing us. I have no idea what you're <laughs> no, talking but, about. But, uh, Dustin, Google it. Uh, Joseph Toots Mont of Greeley, Colorado. It's M O N D T. Google that because you're you're going to show your. Your young man's ignorance about the professional wrestling industry. I wrote it down, my friend. I wrote it down. We, hey, real quick, a couple before we go. Uh, real quick, if we were in an elevator and I asked you, what is the best wrestling to watch right now? What is it? Uh, you know, actually, uh, even though my my uh, uh, personal feelings aside uh, with the office, Ring of Honor wrestling is the best wrestling on television right now across the United States to watch. Um, I mean, New Japan wrestling is on, but geez, you can't understand anybody, and the promos <laughs> are in Japanese. So, uh, no, Ring of Honor wrestling. <laughs> okay. If you're going to watch wrestling, it's the wrestling and to watch. Right. One now. more for the diehard fans. Who is your favorite wrestler right now? Who's oh, the best? God. Uh, Jerry the King Lawler, probably. The King. <laughs> <laughs> That's the right uh, answer on Memphis he Radio. <laughs> he's the last one that actually. I, I didn't pay for the tickets back in Jackson in October, but I paid. I paid money to take me and Bolin and a, and a bunch of us that came down to lunch, so I paid money to go see a Jerry Lawler match. So Lawler and Funk, Lawler they're and the Funk. last wrestlers I paid to see, therefore they are my favorites. Wow. All right. Well, You you recently uh, managed, what was that, the Bullet Club in Jackson at the Global Force event. You were, like, in their corner, and now it looks like they may be coming to, to, to WWE. Well, I they didn't... They, 
What do you want me to do about it? Are you going to be their manager? Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> hey, and you know, that's, that's another good they question. Didn't, they didn't clear their business that they were going to conduct in January with me when I seconded them for one night in, 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 in June. I was going to ask I, what, I was what's going privy. on. With... I was not in the privy or privy to the conversation. Well, what's happening with Global Force? Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, Jeff is um, Jeff Jarrett, of course, third generation promoter slash wrestler. Uh, he, uh, they are doing Northeastern. I am not full time with them, but I know from the publicity they're doing a Northeastern swing up there. I believe later on this month in New Jersey. I know they've announced some uh, dates overseas. I believe in the United Kingdom, England slash Scotland, that area in March. Uh, and I suggest that everybody uh, follow Global Force Wrestling on all the various social medias you can type it in once again they got a great social media guy he can get nasa on his phone in like a minute it's amazing <laughs> uh so but uh yeah I, I wish them well and they've got some great uh talent uh that they featured i enjoyed going to the events that were like in jackson tennessee knoxville bowling green kentucky around home but I'm, once again, too old to travel all across the world like that. Especially, you know, I only travel now. I've, I've, I'm a, I've recently converted. I'm an Amish person now. I only travel <laughs> by horse and buggy. Oh, wow. So it's hard to get me very far from home. <laughs> Sounds we're, like a new gimmick. We're, we're, talking with, we're talking with the Amish Jim Cornette. Yes. Uh, on... Uh, <laughs> Did you grow your beard from November? Uh, but no, I'm, I'm, but I'm still working, and I'm, I'm working on my uh, missionary positions and everything. <laughs> last, last question, last question for you, uh, Cornette. It's coming across uh, the past uh, few hours, according to rumors from the Wrestling Observer, uh, that they could be bringing Hulk Hogan back in time for WrestleMania 32. What do you think about that? <laughs> well, there you go. Essex, <laughs> well, didn't we start this? <laughs> <laughs> Then we start this conversation <laughs> talking about making new stars. Well, there you go. That's the way they've made. That's why they're in the pickle that they're in, because they've made new stars that same way for about the last fifteen years. They just bring back the old ones that know what they're doing. And sooner or later, you got to throw the baby out with the bath, bath water, or throw him in the tub and let him sink or swim, or whatever that old simile is that I'm too frazzled to form cogently. Is, uh, is there an old guy out there right now that they could bring back that hasn't been in WWE in a while, like a Kurt Angle or Jeff Jarrett or, or somebody? Well, who would I'd like to see Kurt Angle. Really, that's going to make that big a difference anymore. Yeah. They've pretty much plumbed the well, and they they buried. Not only did they bury Goldberg when he was yeah. there, but they buried their their relationship with him. I think quite a bit more than just his talent burial. Uh, there's not that they're not making any more legends, but it's like the music business. Yeah. Are you yeah. in, in thirty years? Are we going to talk the same way about Justin Bieber as we were just talking Maybe. about David Bowie? Oh no, not the same. No, <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that sentence, but you're right. Well, yeah, okay. so, I mean, you know, <laughs> that's, they ain't making any, any new legends, and they're gonna they're gonna have trouble as time goes on. Plus, they have they've been so uh, uh, really despondent when it comes to uh, pres preserving history and keeping. You know, they ought to pay Dave Meltzer. He keeps legendary wrestlers from the 60s and 70s and even the 80s alive when they don't so that they actually, they actually mean something, you know, in modern day. And, and that they they have uh, pooped on history so much that they, they can't draw from that pool anymore as well as they All used right. to. I like that vocabulary you chose to go with poop. Okay. Who <laughs> <laughs> pooped on <laughs> Who pooped on the superstars? <laughs> All right, uh, Cornette, we we always love talking to you. Hopefully, we'll have you back on again uh, very well, soon. I don't know. I wouldn't count on that now. I, I know it's done my we, community service at this point. Unless I commit another offense, they told me that I was free and clear to go. <laughs> yeah. All right, JimCornette.com, right? JimCornette.com. You've got it absolutely correct, guys. No, I'd be I'd be glad to do your show anytime that I commit another offense, and and please <laughs> do visit JimCornette.com because. <laughs> I, I need the money. Uh, I'm I'm old. Did I mention how old I am? I'm so old. <laughs> so security is number one. No, I'm 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 so old. When I was in school, they didn't have history. That's how old I am. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Cornette. Jim Cornette. JimCornette.com. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Jim. The evil wrestling genius. All right. He's not a Kevin Owens fan. That's for sure. You're in, you're on your own there, Kevin. I know he's not. I know it's not, so. but we had to bring it up because it's been a topic on this show forever. But somebody who might be a Kevin Owens fan. All right, we have to turn our attention. We got about ten more minutes left here in the wrestling segment uh, this week. Uh, it's been action-packed like. so far. 
But uh, it's it's all leading up. We're just a few days away. This Thursday is the Pro Wrestling Trivia Rumble, where we have, uh, and I'm honored to have. It's very hard. To, You're uh, honored. It's, it's very rare to have two uh, non champions. Well, 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 hold on, at hold the on. Same a time, but let's. The difference is, is I am a two-time champion. You've won trivia twice. Yeah, and he has won nothing. Taylor James from Cash Saver. No, I have not won anything yet. I have not. I, I'm not. Don't go beer all that. You won the costume contest, right? Uh, won the first time. Uh, didn't take it last time. Uh, had some stiff competition from uh, from Scott Hall. Scott Hall was. You, you can't expect. You, you can't expect Scott Hall just to show up. And you know, take it. So I was, uh, was frightening. He he cut a, a, a uh, I mean, you've cut a great promo. Scott Hall, not so much, uh, but he did win. All he had to say was, "Hey, yo." I know, but and all he had to do was walk into the Green Beetle, like wearing the trunks. I mean, he but did. He did like, I don't know. He did bring a crew of uh, quite a few people. I don't know. I think there were some maybe some unscrupulous things happening with some voting. He had a stable. He brought his. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. The whole wolf I, I, only pack need, was there. I only need to bring one person. You know, he's got to bring all those people. That's fine. I think he That's had fine. CM Punk with him, Kevin Owens. Who was the girl? The Ultimate Warrior. Oh, no, that was well, uh, Hurricane Helms, I believe, is actually who, right. who it was, <laughs> if I remember correctly. Like you cut a great promo, but it seemed like the last time at Wrestling Trivia, Stone Cold Beer Austin is here with us in studio. You surprised Dustin, of course, the week before last time in studio. So yes. Shocked shock the world. And uh, it seemed like you turned heel by the end of the last... Because uh, you were a you were definitely a face at the at, when you won the costume contest the first time everybody was cheering for you but by the end of this one like you didn't get that, that many votes it was just a heel turn uh, I like to think so I'm <laughs> you know I don't really care about uh, about the rest of the uh, uh, rest of the crowd there I'm there to win it and uh, there to make this guy uh, you know yeah but I don't places. even know that you didn't even play second last time did you uh, so where, where did you actually place oh oh right we tied with you. Tied. I don't ever tie with anybody. Yeah, we tied with win. you. Yeah, no, we finished. Know. It was tied for fourth. No, no, no. no. You, you right? either, you either beat him. Well, or now you're hold an on, elderly man, and he defeats you. Now hold on. That <laughs> was I was set up by Derek King. We all know he missed three or four questions. Uh-huh. I was running a little bit behind. I thought that he would be able to handle the workload. He couldn't. And you know as well as I do, the competition is so stiff. You can't miss three or four questions in round one. You can't, you can't I miss. I usually like, don't, you don't miss, miss like you can't miss three or four questions. Like yeah, but yeah, you can't. We're miss. equals. Okay, so let's set we're this. We're equals. I don't know about all that. We're, we're setting the stage. This Thursday is the Pro Wrestling Trivia Rumble. It is free to place at the Green Beetle on South Main. There'll be prizes: first, second, third, best team name, and best costume. Best costume has become a, a great contest. Stone Cold Beer Austin, who's in studio with us now, uh, won best costume the first time. We will have prizes this time. We're excited about from Cash Saver, where Stone oh, yeah. Cold Beer Austin likes to chug his beers all the time and sell people beers that they can uh, chug. Yeah, we're gonna have some fun and, stuff. Uh, we got we got t-shirts. We got uh, we're gonna give away some t-shirts, some growler fills. I love the growlers. Um, but are, the cool uh, like Madison Growler Shop is the growler shop inside the cash safe right. on Madison, and you got cool wrestling themed shirts. We do. We have. Uh, I'm wearing one of them right now. Uh, it's our uh, popular mechanic shirt on the back. Stone Cold giving the stunner. If you love craft beer, give me a hell yeah. Uh, who <laughs> who doesn't agree with that? And then we have our, our NWO uh, style, the MGS uh, with the we're taking over on the back. Uh, both available at the store. Excited to have you guys as prize sponsors for trivia uh, this go around. And I noticed that there's the the that you you brought your bodyguard with you. You have Big Daddy Cool Diesel himself accompany like Stone Cold Steve Austin usually don't walk around with a bodyguard, but you well, got They also usually don't sneak up on a guy like Dustin Five Star either. You know, two time Mister Tennessee, um, Southern Heavyweight Champion. I mean, the list goes on and on. Interesting, like he has brought a, he has bodyguard. a bodyguard. He's upping his game. Here. It's actually, it's, it's actually big boss man. <laughs> big boss man from Cobb um, County, Georgia. <laughs> what would you? Who who would you rather be? He's got a. Then there needs to be a diesel beer pun or in his name. There needs to be a beer pun boss in man. Some, some type of a way because we have Stone Cold Beer Austin. Which anyway, Stone Cold Steve Austin is the beer guy. Anyways, uh, yeah, right, right. It's very. It can be confusing. Well, he can bring whoever he wants to trivia because this mind right here is like a bear trap, especially when it comes to professional wrestling. I never get any questions wrong. So that was 100% falls on Derek King. He will not be on my team this well, time. Well, then don't so have a weak link like Derek I'm King. I'm going to beat team. him. I'm going to beat you. I'm going to beat everybody and be a three-time champion. You're a two-time champion. This happened four times, so there's been two other champions. The reigning champion's on the phone whoa, right whoa, now. Whoa, wait a minute. I, this is a surprise for you, Stone Cold Beer Austin, but the reigning champion, Arnez. Uh, yes. What's up? Hey, how you doing? I've been listening the whole time. You do, you, for, for people who lost last time, you really do 
you got to do a whole lot of gloat, seriously. <laughs> We do a lot. Well, you know, I mean, I mean, we have to look forward to something. We like to think we're going to win, and <laughs> I never yeah, lose. I mean, you know, uh, I mean, you know, there's always got to be hope. You know, a lot of people hope. There's still some hope that the Broncos may make Super Bowl this year, but you know, we all got to believe. Yeah. Arnez has yeah, a shot. Arnez is a Colts fan, just so everybody knows. So ask him about his Colts. So they're gonna. They did about as well as what you're going to do on Thursday night at the Rumble trivia. Oh, see, you had, you had to drag the Colts in there. Had to drag my terrible season. Well, no, not my terrible season because we still have the better season than y'all. You know, I mean, you did beat the Patriots the last game, so congratulations. But still, we beat y'all. So, look, that's beside the point. Yeah, you're you're trying to get off track. You're trying to take are this you, somewhere else. We're talking I mean, about you, trivia on are Thursday. You Arne- yeah, Arnez, are you, are you the Dolph Ziggler or Sheamus or are you, like, legit – and you're going to be the John Cena, or no, wow, well, there's wow, already wow, a John wow, Cena. Oh, yeah, don't, you can have John Cena. That's fine. That's what you you can take John Cena. Well, I'll win trivia as many times as John Cena. You're just going to keep coming back That's to trivia every single time, and everyone's going to be like, "Uh, him again." He's going to beat me. Yeah, again. Yeah. Look, you Jeez. you bring your best. I will bring my worst, and I still win by twenty points, like I did last time. <laughs> He's reclaiming one by Jeez. twenty points. <laughs> twenty points. Yeah, I'm the one that just basically sat down there, eat wing, ate wing, and basically watched football and answer questions that I didn't get a single question wrong. He he did he did run the table. He did go perfect. I'll give you that. Uh, well, I've done that before. Perfect well. game this time. I will think about making some crazy bet. Like, so I don't are you more? Is, are you Mr. Perfect or are you Curtis Axel? Oh, wow. We will well, find I, out. I, I, I'd much rather be Mr. Perfect. So are, are, are you are you bringing your whole team? You bringing your team back? Uh, yeah, I'm bringing the, bringing the whole team. Bring, just basically me and my buddy Cam. It was just basically us two running the table. And Cam is not just good at wrestling trivia, he's also good at Disney trivia. Yeah, he, he's the one who yeah, beats an entire room full of people by himself <laughs> while playing Candy Crush. It is true. Our reigning wrestling champions, also reigning uh, 90s Disney champions. Um, Arnez, i got to tell you, though, something. For the first time ever, for the first time ever, the trivia champion is going to defend his title Against yeah. every man in the trivia rumble, <laughs> and I'm going to win. And I'm going to win. <laughs> and, and real quick for anybody who has just heard us talk about it and has never been to the Green Beetle for wrestling trivia, it is crazy. The place is packed. Every time a theme song plays, the fans chant with it. There were signs last time. Arnaz actually had had a, a couple of signs uh, for oh, yeah, me. You had some Maria. great signs. There are costumes. The place is packed, and uh, usually everybody gets their butt kicked by O Five Star. So I'll see you on Thursday, Arnaz. They, okay. They, I mean, thanks, I, I, want, I want as many people from Memphis, many wrestling fans, to come out. I mean, we need somebody to come in second and third place. So please come out. All right. They, Thank, thank you, Arnes. He could just end up being what uh, was it, Kalisto, who just won the U.S. title. Yeah, that dropped was great the great too, right? Night. Good <laughs> matches. Who knows? All right, uh, that does it for the show this week. Stone Cold Beer, awesome. Thanks for coming in. I want to thank all of our guests, Dustin. Thank you. I'll see all of you guys on Thursday at the Green Beetle uh, for trivia. Some great prizes. The Pro Wrestling Trivia Rumble for CJ Hurd. I'm Kevin Serio saying so long from high atop Mount Moriah. <laughs> <laughs>